Um, hello um, and welcome to the Sunjana podcast. Um, I trust that you are well and that you are um, still keeping the faith, um, still going strong, still um, uh, seeking the Lord even more honestly. Um, um, so I am doing well. I I um, I got lost. Um, I took a a little break. Um, it wasn't really a break, but um, so it's just going through some issues here and there but i am back from my hiatus and um god is good um so i am well and i am grateful uh to god for everything and so we are back and let us um learn something today um from the lord um my name is stanley kabuka i almost forgot that so uh let us look at what we are going to learn today and welcome again to the Sojourner Podcast, where we just get to share in the, the, the Word of God and to learn together to just um, share in the love of God um, that He has for His people. So yeah, um, so today we are going to look at, um, um, hmm, we're going to look at a certain topic here. Um, um, actually, the, the title of our of, of, of our session today it's called even here our our um our episode today it's called even here so yeah let's um jump straight into it so um even here and today we're talking about the goodness of god um so what happens when all hell breaks loose um what happens when all hell breaks loose what when, when things don't seem to work out when the situations we find ourselves in don't make sense when our lives seem to be in shambles, when the goodness of God is put to question, when our Father seems silent or better yet indifferent to our bitter incessant pleas, where is our consolation? Where do we find consolation? Where do we find consolation when all hell breaks loose, when things don't seem to really work out? Um, when our lives seems to be in shambles, when the goodness of God is put to question, when our Father seems silent or better yet indifferent to our bitter incessant pleas, where do we find our help? Where do we find our consolation? Um, so that's what we're going to look at. Um, so let us look at Daniel chapter 3 from verse 1 to 30. Daniel chapter 3 from verse 1 to 30. So um, to just give you the story um, in the scripture in a nutshell from Daniel chapter 3 from verse 1 to 30. So we have King Nebuchadnezzar uh, made an image of gold 90 feet high and 90 feet wide and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Now he then summoned all the provincial officials and proclaimed that all people are to fall down and worship the image of gold, failure to which one would be made into um, one would be um, thrown into a blazing furnace or um, made made into a barbecue or roasted. So some Jews who who were not who were set sorry over the affairs of the province of Babylon. Uh, this was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego paid no attention to the decree of the king. So consequently, they were thrown into the fire. 
But this was their response when summoned by the king. This is verse 16 to 18 of Daniel chapter 3. This is what they said. They said this, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Let me take that again. It says, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have you have set up and so these three hebrew boys um in captivity find themselves in a between a rock and a hard place you know um the king has this declaration which everyone has to um to 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 to, to follow um but they know their god they know their god and they say oh king we um we are not going to do that, um, no matter what um, repercussions are to follow, we are not going to do that. And the thing that we learn from this is that the goodness of God is, is independent of our circumstances. The goodness of God is independent of our circumstances. You see, whether he pulls us from the blazing furnace or he doesn't, he, his goodness still remains everlasting. Whether he pulls us from the blazing furnace or doesn't, his goodness still remains everlasting. See, the only constant in our ever-changing life circumstances is the goodness of God. The only thing, the only thing that we can um, bank on in this world that keeps on changing, this world that is dynamic, is the goodness of God. You know, he saves us from the fire or he does not, he is still good. And this is what these three Hebrew boys were declaring. They were saying this. We are in a very difficult place. Um, we are going to be roasted. Um, and, 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 and this is the interesting thing. They say, even if God does not rescue us from this, we will not serve your gods. In other words, they are saying, no matter what happens to us, no matter what God permits or allows, we know that he is good. We know that he is a good God. And Psalm 118 verse 1 says this, Psalm 118 verse 1. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his mercy endures forever. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his mercy endures forever. And Psalm 105 just underscores that and it says for the lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations for the lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth his truth endures to all generations so these three hebrew boys were declaring the goodness of god regardless of their circumstance and the outcome of it they were saying lord you are good lord you are good 
it doesn't matter what I'm seeing around me, it doesn't matter what I am going through, but I will declare and I will put it in my heart that you are good. And so we will not change our stance, O King, they said. We will not change our stance, O King. Whether he saves us or doesn't, we know that our God is good. Everything he does or allows, it flows from the fountain of his heart that is abundant with goodness. Everything he does or allows, it flows from the fountain of his heart that is abundant with goodness. Everything he does or allows flows from the fountain of his heart that is abundant with goodness. Psalm 145 verse 17 says this, that the Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. He is righteous in all his ways. His ways are pure. His ways are right. And he is loving towards all he has made. Oh, oh, oh what amazing and wonderful assurance for us to have. Psalm 1830, it says, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. We have the assurance. We have this confidence that the way of the Lord is perfect. It might not seem as such with our eyes. With our eyes, we may not be able to see that, but we know from his character, we know from his word that is true, that is proven, that is flawless, that his way is perfect, and that he is a shield to all who trust in him. So with that said, our consolation, ultimately, our source of confidence, our source of hope, our consolation, ultimately is the cross of Calvary. That is our ultimate consolation. John chapter 3 verse 16 says this. I know we are conversant with this a portion of scripture. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Jesus and him crucified is the greatest indication of God's goodness. Nothing in this world comes any close. Jesus and him crucified is the greatest indication of God's goodness. Nothing in this world comes any close. See, looking at Jesus, we see the ultimate and unmatched goodness of God. Looking at Jesus, we see the ultimate and unmatched goodness of God. John 15, 13 says this, that greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. And this is precisely what God did to save us from our sins through his son, Jesus Christ. He laid down his life for us. You know, it's interesting that he calls us friends. But we weren't, we, we were not his friends. We were sinners. We were rebellious. 
but he chooses to call us friends. He chooses to lay down his lives. He chooses to come down in the form of man to carry the sins of the world, to carry my sin and your sin so that we might be reconciled back to himself. You see, the greatest suffering of the human being is not our physical suffering or any other, but the greatest suffering of the human being is to be separated from God, is to be separated from the Father. And that is precisely what Christ came to change. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says this, it says, But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Isaiah 53 verse 5, it says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Jesus and him crucified is the ultimate good. We see beholding the cross we see and are convinced of the goodness of God. Our hearts are moved by his love and our minds forever persuaded of his unfailing goodness. We see the goodness of God as he, as he bruised the righteous one, as he numbered him with the transgressors for our ultimate redemption, for our ultimate good. Our consolation is found on the person of Jesus Christ on the cross. Romans chapter 8 verse 32, it says this, it says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things. So if he did not spare his son, what else? What more could we ask for? What could be so difficult for him to freely and graciously give to us? The treasure of heaven, Jesus Christ, was given up for us. What goodness could there ever be? What other goodness could there ever be? And our Father and friend cares deeply for our hearts, for, for the tears that we cry. And this is underscored in Psalm 55, verse 22, where the Lord invites us. He says, cast your burden on the Lord. He shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. He's inviting us to cast our burden upon him. And, and, and in Psalm 56, um, the psalmist, um, crying out to the Lord, he says that, Lord, do you not bottle every tear that I cry? And so the Lord deeply cares for us. And today we are learning to look to Jesus that in him is all goodness. 
We look to Jesus. In him is all goodness. Let's behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Let's behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Because in him is all goodness. Let's look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let us run our palms into his that were pierced for our sins. So the goodness of God, we look at the cross. We go back and look at the cross. We look at Jesus crucified and we are left with no shadow of a doubt that God is good. We look at the cross, at the place of the skull at Golgotha and we are persuaded in our hearts, in our minds that indeed our Father, He is good despite of what we are going through. In spite of our circumstances, we look at the cross and we see Christ up there. We see Christ up there and we, are, we know that he is good because Christ is the ultimate good. He is the ultimate good. So whatever that we would find ourselves in, let us look back. Let us take steps back. Let us remove our focus from our circumstances and our situations and let us look to the cross let us look to jesus let, let us look unto jesus in him is all goodness in him is all the goodness of god we could ever ask for in him is all the assurance of the goodness of god we could ever inquire in our hearts we could ever ask of from honor from our souls let us look unto Jesus let us look unto Jesus and even as we finish perhaps you haven't put your faith in Jesus Christ you haven't put your faith in him now he says that 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 if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord that he is the Son of God who came down in the flesh who lived amongst us to take away our sins, then you will be saved. That whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So would you call upon his name today and receive redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins? You know, he, do, he does not only justify us, but he adopts us. We become sons. There is intimacy. It's not ju just about the, the justifier and the one who has been justified no it's about intimacy it's about him making us sons we are sons we are co-heirs together with christ what a privilege that we are to be called the sons of god and there is nothing that we do it's all about him it's all about what he what he has done so would you call upon him today and receive him in your heart today would you take that step of faith and call upon him he is a good good father he is a good good father he is a good good father
and he is good he is good amen so thank you so much for um for listening uh for um and also tuning in for today's episode where we're just looking at the goodness of god i hope that we have gotten to learn a thing or two and may the lord bless you and keep you may he always go ahead of you to make even the crooked places straight would he order your steps because the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord and in his ways he delights would you go with the lord with the presence of the lord accompany you all the days of your life um so thank you so much for listening uh so going out for our anchor listeners is the song your name by kanji mbogwa